We're talking today about family, um, particularly about why it might be that God sees it as necessary to put on a list of just 10 commands the need to honor your father and mother. Uh, For me, I grew up in a really wonderful home uh, with parents who I love and respect, Um, but there were certainly times when I struggled to honor them or love them well. Uh, We were a particularly noisy family, and uh, one of the big ways we uh, resolved things was to um, row and get quite angry and um, raise our voices and try and make ourselves heard. And uh, so when I was about 18, I decided that I didn't like that way of doing things very much, and uh, I'm sure there was a more peaceful solution. So I left home when I was just 18 and uh, on a gap year and came to England from South Africa. And, uh, and I'll explain later how uh, me forgetting that my family, what my, who my family was, what their role was in my life led to all sorts of drama later on. But for now, I want to focus on this question. Why does God put the relationship between parent and child on this list of commandments, but doesn't mention any other type of relationship explicitly? We know that in Scripture, God is known as uh, a friend. He's known as a partner to us, and he's also known as a bridegroom, amongst others. But none of these are highlighted in quite the same way uh, as, uh, as this idea of God as father, as parent. And it was Jesus, after all, who said, when you pray, pray our father. And there might be a number of reasons for this, but I just want to suggest two. In a friendship, in a partnership, or in a marriage, there is certainly intimacy between the people involved, but there is also exclusivity. You may be very close to someone in those relationships, but there is also no room for anyone else. Families, however, and particularly parent-child relationships, are both entirely intimate. I don't think there's anyone who would say uh, a good father and a son who honors him is not an intimate relationship. Same with a mother. So they are intimate, but they're also potentially highly inclusive. Ideally, it's not just one parent and one child living together. Ideally, it's two parents raising a child, or more often than not, more than one child. So they're not exclusive relationships between two parties. Uh, and, uh, and I want to suggest that to start, God loves the idea of himself as father, and it reflects his heart well, because it reflects the intimacy with him, but also the inclusivity of all people. It's also, I would suggest, why families may represent the relational hope for society. Again, in a marriage or partnership, only two people are involved. Only two people are welcome. But in a family, there is no limit to the number. There's no limit to who. Uh, There's no limit to how many. You don't even choose who. Uh, you can choose how many, but you know. Um, <laughs> but everyone's included. Uh, I noticed that young people on social media uh, these days um, 
boast and brag about the relationships they're in. Uh, these are most typically romantic relationships. Um, sometimes they're friendships as well, or friendship groups. Um, but typically, they're romantic relationships. And uh, as a result, people looking at the social media and seeing these posts uh, begin to feel jealous, excluded, and fearful that they may not be loved if they do not get a relationship like that. Families, on the other hand, are so are so almost never represented on social media, particularly by young people. They're taken for granted. Um, and yet, families, I believe, can be the centers of healing for an increasing num the increasing number of lonely people that we see today. Simply by being in the environment of a place where people are loved and are loving one another, and there is commitment to one another, uh, can be hugely helpful to, um, to young people. And I, I testify to that as a young man who... who doesn't have a nucleus family at the moment. They're in Cape Town. Um, and yet even being in the environment of family has, I found, healing and incredibly helpful and, and, and joy and life-giving to me. Uh, that's one, the inclusivity uh, and uh, intimacy of family. Uh, the second reason I think that God loves uh, to be known as father and, uh, and to push this idea of honoring um, father and mother uh, is that uh, when a family is real, the commitment and love that the members have for one another goes beyond what the members do or even who they are. Uh, they are still accepted in spite of all and everything. Uh, I know of families where uh, children have ended up in prison and yet they're not renounced and they're not denied and they're always welcomed back when they come out. They're visited in prison again and again. It's not about what they've done and it's not even about who they are. Though we long for them often to change, we still love them in spite of that and there's a commitment there. Intimate, inclusive and unconditional. And these are the three hallmarks of a family that is in God's image and God's family itself. Uh, as I said earlier, when I was 18, I came to England for a gap year, and um, I knew that my parents were expecting me to go back the year after and start university in South Africa. Um, and the truth is, I really didn't want to do that <laughs> for a number of reasons, but I felt particularly called to lead worship, is the truth. And I'm um, really specifically called to a course in, here in London at HTB, and, uh, and I desperately wanted to do this course. Unfortunately, the university term in South Africa starts in January, and this course starts in September. So there was a problem in that I was betting my entire year on getting into this one course. I was terrified of what my dad was going to say, or he was going to, at the very worst, forbid me from, you know, from staying on uh, in England and, uh, and bring me back to South Africa himself. And so, I, to my shame, I must say, I developed an incredibly elaborate lie, uh, which I sold to my dad. I really spun this tale. Uh, I, uh, I convinced him that, there were, that this course started in January and September, and that I'd applied for the January one, and I, I told him that, it, oh, but I was too late, and they'd already filled the places, but they'd, they really wanted me back, and, and you can do it, Stephen. We'd love you to apply for the September one, so please come along. We can almost guarantee you a place. And uh, all this, you know, really bad, and uh, not true at all. Uh, but I sold him this lie, and you know he bought it. And I was just trying to avoid this confrontation, which I'd grown up with, this uh, you know this row that I had come to hate. Uh, 
but what I had forgotten is the, um, what family means. What I'd forgotten was that I'm loved no matter what, that I'm included no matter what, and, uh, and, and we must stay close to one another. And that starts with honoring your parents. Um, and I was lying through my teeth to my dad, and I'm sure if I just explained and said, look, I feel the Lord calling me to this, he wouldn't have had a problem with it at all, and there was no need to lie. I, uh, I repented. I was very convicted and repented of that later, and um, we're totally fine now. Um, but I learned a really important lesson, that uh, honoring my earthly parents was so key to the intimacy that I actually desired and needed in my own life. I'll finish by just saying that as a church, we can be family. Uh, just as intimate, all-inclusive, and, uh, and full of the unconditional love of God as any family that we see around us. Good family starts with the honoring of parents, uh, as it says in the, in the scriptures. And um, we must learn, firstly, as children of God, um, to be uh, the people God made us to be and to honor their father first and foremost. And then it's time for us to practice uh, being siblings and parents to those around us. That means quick to forgive, deeply understanding of mistakes, uh, accepting of others, even though they may not be very acceptable themselves, and never giving up on one another. We're intimate, inclusive, unconditional. This is the family of God that I believe we can be today. Amen. Um, should we just pray really quickly? Lord, we thank you so much for the Father that you are. Thank you that you're close to us, but also that all people, everyone is accepted into your family. Thank you that there are no conditions on us being a son or a daughter. We've already been claimed and called. And I just pray now that we'd allow your Holy Spirit to whisper into our spirits the truth of that to another and even deeper level. Help us to go out into this church to make it a family that is truly loving. Help us to be very quick to forgive and understanding of people's mistakes. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.